On the spiritual business journey, of course, there are many, many challenges. You might notice you're being attached to outcomes. You might notice you're making the same mistakes and same disappointing outcomes over and over and over again. Or maybe you're just confused. You don't know what to do next. Of course, there are going to be challenges. The question is, with those challenges, what life lessons is life trying to teach you? I've been coaching hundreds and hundreds of business owners one-on-one in the last few years. What I realized is those challenges are often drawing your energy, depleting your energy, and it's up to you to call back your energy, call back your soul, call back your spirit so that you can harness it in this present moment. And in coaching so many people, I started thinking about the types of lessons they were learning, the types of skills and emotional spiritual tools they were encouraged to then develop so they can consistently evolve. And it's really only a handful of main lessons and main skills that you're being called to always adopt so that you can heighten your level of vibration and start attracting the level of abundance that you want to see. The question is, what is that? I got on a group call uh, with the Serving Circle members who wanted to stay back after the weekly collaborative call, and we did a bit of coaching. And I went through what I've been teaching my clients in terms of, one, the seven lessons life's trying to teach you, two, the seven skills you need to develop, and three, how to draw back your energy so that it can be used for your own creativity, your own healing, your own you know, divine path, whatever it may be. So enjoy this little bit of impromptu bonus group coaching call. And of course, it's here and in the serving circle where you help elevate consciousness through the success of your spiritual business. So if you are a spiritual entrepreneur, be sure to subscribe, support the content. I'll see you on Facebook in the serving circle where you can start collaborating with your soul tribe. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp. And if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. Who here is running their own business? Should be everyone. Nice. Who here knows there's challenges in their business? Awesome. Now, I love uh, highlighting and running, running these calls. A lot of the things that create the biggest shifts is your relationship to those challenges. It's sort of your relationship to what's coming up along the way, whether it's internally, you know, in terms of your overwhelm, your frustration, your confusion of what to do next. It may be your attachments to certain outcomes and, you know, having these core wounds come up around, I need to achieve this to feel enough and be seen and feel loved, or I need to, um, I need to make this happen, but it needs to be in my certain way. And I don't want to face uncertainty, whatever it may be all the external stuff of technology and um, marketing and doing your outreach, doing your messaging, all those tangible things with business, you're going to run up into some challenges. You're going to run up into some 
uh, some obstacles and how you see those challenges is the key. How you see those challenges or how you really are, are approaching those, um, those circumstances, I find it, it, it allows, it, it determines which energy you bring to your business. So I will not, I can't even tell you how many times someone will come to me, talk about their business and then share the emotion they're feeling like it's a problem. Now, a lot of people ask me, oh my God, how did we create that shift in the last 10, 15, 30 minutes, whatever it is, how did we do that? And my answer is always, cause I didn't see it as a problem. Whenever you're feeling frustrated or confused or, you know, not feeling enough and feeling doubt, I don't see that as a problem. I see that as the solution. Whenever you're going forward in business and you're following your heart, it's almost written in the contract that as you get outside your comfort zone, you have to embrace an unknown. And in order to embrace an unknown, something inside of you needs to die, right? Something inside of you, whether it's a small story or a limited belief or an emotional pattern that's no longer serving you will come up because it's coming up to leave because you're taking that leap, right? So you can anticipate when you get outside of your comfort zone with your marketing, with doing an outreach, with releasing a program, you can anticipate there's going to be unknowns. Therefore, you're going to need to expand your level of vibration and consciousness to make that your new norm. And as you heighten your vibration to take that leap, something needs to leave, something needs to transcend, something needs to die with love so you can maintain that vibration. So therefore, when someone says to me, oh, I'd love to do this, but I feel this. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's what's leaving. So when we're, we're doing a brainstorm about what to do for their marketing, they say, oh, I'd love to market myself in that way. I'd love to build a community. I'd love to do a podcast. I'd love to release a book. I'd love to do this. That feels exciting. That feels expansive. But I have this side of me that doesn't want to do it because of what if I fail or what if I'm judged or what if whatever. I'm like, exactly. As soon as you commit to that, that thing needs to leave. So as it comes up, it's coming up because it's leaving. Now, what makes it leave? Of course, if you've studied a lot of my stuff is when you hold space for it without judgment, without resistance. If you see it as a problem, if you see it as uh, something that shouldn't be there or be better if it wasn't there, that's all form of resistance that keeps it there or at least pushes it down unconsciously where it grows. Who's following? Awesome. I like everyone's like, yes. And then Anita's just like, yeah. <laughs> so this is what I found in when you grow your online business, we run into these challenges and there are certain lessons we need to learn along the way. There are just certain fundamental things we need to learn about ourselves and the world that really is just fundamental. And it's these sort of same lessons over and over and over again, just going deeper and deeper and deeper as we embody them and live them. Now, obviously you guys know I, I've been coaching for seven years or whatever. I don't even know what it is. 
but hundreds and hundreds of business owners working one-on-one and I was sort of trying to find ways in which I can summarize this. And then I came along the work of Carolyn Mace and her books around energy anatomy and she put together these types of divine lessons that we're learning and divine uh, energies of power that we need to develop where if we develop them, it will allow spirit to flow through more easily with harmony. And I found, Hey, what a perfect way to couple that with business. She got the uh, energy centers of the chakras coupled it with uh, the Judaic tree of life and with the Christian sacraments and the sim and the sim the, the symbols and the symbolism of those and coupled them all together in a way where you, you can easily describe it. And so what I thought I'd do is present that to my clients. Um, I did the other day and I thought I'd also just summarize it with you. I won't go through it in too much depth, but I thought I'd summarize uh, some of the key forms of power, the, the lessons we need to learn and the energy centers of power that we can develop within ourselves. And the more you do that, the more you'll find a harmony flow through in your business. Sounds something that you're interested in? If not, I can end the call right now. <laughs> if it's not a big enough of a runway for you. Um, so what I can do is also share my screen because I've got the I've got on a slide just a couple um, key things here and uh, and keeping in mind, I might also do this as a podcast episode. So if you if you are just listening to this, I'll read them out anyway, and uh, we'll see what comes up. But before I do that, does anyone have any questions? Does any questions come up or anything you want to share that resonates? Anything coming up for you guys? I got one. Go for it. Yes, sir. Tyson, thanks for accepting me in the group and a shout out to Chu Tang, who showed me this group. And uh, sorry, I couldn't turn the video on. But I hope there you, you man. people can hear me. Um, yeah, um, you see, as I've been dealing with clients the past 11 years, what I've noticed is that people tend to forget, well, me included, that we are spiritual, spiritual beings. And uh, well, this group uh, greatly reminds me of that. And uh, for that, I'm so thankful. So Pleasure. yeah, that's everything I want to say. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for sharing and welcome to the group. Uh, this is what it's all about is these subtle reminders that we can use business to grow spiritually. Uh, and I'm a big advocate of that. And if we have that area of focus, then of course, your business is going to grow in a way that's nonlinear. Your growth is going to be in a way that's nonlinear because you're following something that's so much bigger than your mind. If you approach your business in just an analytical mind, then your business can only grow in an analytical way. But we're here to heighten our level of consciousness where all of a sudden you're starting to follow an energy um, that is so much more than that. And, to, and I'll, I'll get to you in a minute, Chris. Um, I saw you with your hand there, but one way of explaining this, I just literally got off a call before the collaborative call with a client. And she was healing a lot of stuff. We did our group call and she had a big release um, within her energy. 
And then we just got on a call and she said, after that, after that release, an hour later, someone called her with basically the, the coaching opportunity she'd always wanted, always wanted. And what I said was, first of all, we highlighted what was the energy within herself that she had to release to welcome in that vibration, to welcome in that. And then also highlight, hey, that's something your mind couldn't see, right? Welcoming in that opportunity there, she's like, hey, I'm going to be able to coach. I'm going to be able to coach who I want, how I want, and, you know, and, and be paid for it. And she's like, I couldn't predict that. And that's because when you follow your heart, when you heal in this way, your soul evolves, your vibration evolves in a nonlinear fashion. And therefore you're able to welcome in more nonlinear results. And the crazy thing is you're not attached to them. You know, you can welcome in these outcomes and these results, and you still remind yourself that who and what you are is so much more than those outcomes. That's why they can safely come to you. Makes sense. All right, let's move on because I don't think anyone else had their hand raised. No, I'm kidding. Go, Chris. You're good. You're good. One of the things that I have learned since I've been in this group, and I do meditation every day. I do uh, shamanic practices every day, different ceremonies every day. But the one thing that I've learned that I am now up to 45 minutes and sitting in silence. And that was the key thing that you taught me when I got here. And it was allowing all of those inner things, those inner fears, those uncertainties, everything to come up. And when you sit in silence and you face your own mirror is the way I call it, because you're facing yourself in every insecurity, every uncertainty, forgiving. And the biggest thing for all my clients I've been working with is forgiveness because there's those unforgivable things they hold on to in their subconscious that just don't, they don't allow it to leave. They say, oh no, I worked through it. Well, then why is it still an issue? So it's quit telling, quit making excuses for yourself on bad behaviors, forgive yourself for it, and then make peace with your own heart and do the silence. Because in the silence, you feel the forgiveness, you feel the love, you feel that there's no more uncertainties in you, that you get put on journeys of a lifetime. And that's the only way that I can, I can explain this. And I don't know if it makes sense, but in doing that, it is about when you get in tune with your heart and let lead with your heart. And that's why I love this group so much is that it ends up serving you in so many different ways. That's all I had to say. Well said. Well said. Let me share my uh, share my screen. Um, but while I go through these, think about what Chris is saying here. Is saying that when you prioritize that silence, you're prioritizing your soul and that guidance, and you're providing space for everything that you prioritize with love, with healing, you know, and, and so kudos to you, Chris, for being for having the courage to sit in silence and definitely doing that. As many of you know, for two years straight, I, I meditate for two hours a day sitting in silence and uh, just a crazy experience of, of everything that needed to be presented was. And I, I found out that the only things that the things that needed to be seen were only seen because they feared the silence. So I had to sit in the silence for them to come up. 
right? So it's invaluable practice. All right, let me share my screen. I'll show you what I have here. We can go through some um, key lessons and then also some key skills to develop. Now, these are, I, I basically summarize them really quickly as what Caroline Mace would describe them. So we can talk about them, um, just the overview of them, but take note of what resonates with you and take note of which one you think life is trying to guide you to learn more and guide you to embody more because that will be what you, your health, relationships, business, and soul needs. Sound like a plan? All right, let's see what we have here. We can all see the screen. These seven lessons. Now, as we go through these, think about what is life showing you? What are the challenges in your life guiding you to learn, embody, nurture? So let me go through some of these. Live only in the present moment. We only have the present moment now. This is really in harmony with your seventh chakra and work down, but your seventh chakra, what she describes is really, if you live in the present moment, not distracted by things that not weighed down by things of the past or worry about things of the future, know that you only have this present moment. It opens up a divine portal for the divine to come through to the physical. This is the portal. The seventh, the seventh chakra is the portal helping you have your divine flow through into the physical manifestation. You do that by living in the present moment. You can, you know this, if you live in the present moment and you're present right here, think about, does that feel more empowering or less empowering? Does it bring you more energy or less? If you're weighed down by something in the past, think about how that does to you, what it does to your energy field. These lessons allow you to harmonize the energy systems in your body, the chakras in your body. If you don't live to these and life's guiding you to live in these and you don't embody them, as Carolyn Mace describes, it costs you biologically. It costs you energetically and biologically in your body and your energy system when you don't live to these. If you do live to these, life just does life. Things happen more and flow and more in harmony. Still includes the lessons you need to learn and the challenges that you're meant to face, but they come through with more harmony and you go through them with a bit more grace. So six, this is the sixth chakra, the third eye. Seek only the truth. Here's the way she sort of describes it. You have a particular mission. You have a particular purpose here on the planet. Now, when you seek only truth and you follow your inner guidance, you follow your heart, you seek truth, you seek wisdom through knowledge, through this. And as you do, you follow your heart, not based on societal norms, not based on what's expected, not based on what you're taught by, by people who are, who are in a low, lower vibration or a lower separation consciousness. You follow your heart and seek only truth by following your guidance. So you can see how the business journey is helping you achieve and live that. All right. Five, surrender personal will to divine will. 
This is really important. Surrender personal will to divine will. The fifth chakra. This chakra is all about when you truly accept and surrender to the divine path and the divine lessons rather than the way your mind thinks they should be, you reach a lot more harmony. You, your mind has a personal will. If you can surrender that to the divine will of saying, hey, there's probably something here that I can't see right now, my mind can't see, but hey, I have a deep level of trust and a deep level of surrender and acceptance that life's going to provide me with exactly what I need to see, learn, experience. Notice the peace you feel in your body. If you surrender your personal will to divine will, the fifth chakra is one that's energized. Four, obviously the fourth chakra, the heart chakra is all about love. The lesson here is love is divine power. This is all about understanding how love, harmony, mercy, compassion in your life is truly what allows for divine harmony for this chakra. So when you are in, when you know that love is divine power, when you are living in harmony, when you're living, when you're making your decisions in business that value love, compassion, harmony, these are the sort of things that allow this energy center to be healthy. Now, how many times are we trying to organize our marketing, organize certain sales processes, sales calls, do our podcasts or books or whatever we're doing? How often does it come through the question, how can I do this with a bit more love? Can I do this with a bit more compassion, a bit more harmony in my life? How can I put in my schedule the activities that develop a lot of harmony for the things that matter most to me. Pretty important stuff. A lot of, I have a, um, a bonus module um, that my clients go through called design your life. And we design the, we put in the schedule things that you value and you can live to your harmony based on the things that matter most to you. And this is what it does. It allows the harmony of this chakra to come alive. Number three is honor oneself. Do you have the integrity of honoring yourself? Do you eat what you're being called to eat? Right? Exercise. Do you, uh, you know, do you prioritize your meditation? Do you prioritize your soul and your calling? Do you honor yourself? If you honor yourself, you have integrity, you have commitment to yourself. This third chakra, soul plexus is healthy. We're all being called on this spiritual business journey to honor yourself more, honor your uh, yourself, honor your, your commitments to yourself, be determined, right? Have a form of discipline. This is what it's all about. Second, second chakra and the lesson here is honor one another. You need to see everyone in your life 
as a divine orchestration. It's like everyone in your life you need to honor. They are there for your spiritual evolution and growth, even if your mind can't see it. So even just right now, if you were to just breathe deep, imagine everyone in your life and truly just for a moment, breathe in the truth that they were divinely orchestrated to be there. They were divinely orchestrated to be there in whatever way so that you can learn your lessons, you can evolve, you can grow, and therefore can contribute what you're here to contribute. Notice what that brings up for you. It may bring up some fears to see, but can you feel that it is, can you feel intuitively that it's a deeper truth? Do you think it's more empowering or less empowering? Does it bring more energy or less? The first chakra, the root chakra, lesson here is all is one. Root chakra is the energy center that connects you to everything, connects you to life, the cycles of life, nature, other people, everything in the world. It just allows this connection. What she uh, really suggests here, especially in the Christian sacrament, is around baptism. Now, in the literal word is obviously when a baby gets baptized, put the holy water on the baby, they're now baptized. Symbolically, she says, you turn around and you baptize your family and you baptize your life. If you were to deeply baptize your family, accepting, acknowledging and appreciating, they are there for you. They are there for your evolution and you chose this path with them. You chose the family members that you're meant to be around. And you baptize them, honor, appreciate, accept, love them for who they are. Notice what that does to you and deeply acknowledge your life, deeply acknowledge and love that you are here experiencing what you're here to experience in all of the challenges, all of the pain, all of the love, the joy, the bliss, everything involved. If you have a deep appreciation for life itself, this is the energy center that is activated and healthy. And this is the lesson all is one that you'll be living by. Who's got some questions or things they want to add? Feel free to unmute or raise your hand. Anyone have anything got going on? It's all making sense. Nice stuff. I've got one more slide and I'll go through these quickly because it sort of summarizes the internal skills that we're all learning through our challenges. And these are the skills. So think of these as internal muscles or, uh, you know, emotional muscles, spiritual truths to live by whatever, whatever way you want to interpret it. But these are the skills. Honor, so in terms of honoring yourself, have some internal honor. You need to ask yourself the question, how willing am I to deeply know myself? and therefore live honorably. How willing am I to do that? Do I have the willingness to get to know, really get to know myself and live honorably?
I know some of these go hand in hand, but we'll go through, we'll go through them anyway. Creativity. We have the deep, the deep need to consistently create. It's around the second chakra. When you have this bold desire to create, whether it be through like Natalie's doing painting or whether it's drawing or whether it's art or whether it's birthing new ideas in your business. For me, I love playing music. Don't ask me if I'm any good, but I love playing music. And it's a very similar energy with birthing something into the world through art, but also in your business. What are some creative ways you can market yourself, build a community, network, uh, create a program for your clients? These are sort of creative things that we that are flowing through you. If you're not acting on that and allowing the creativity to flow through you to a practical way in the world, you're blocking this energy. And once again, Carolyn May says, you'll deal with that energetically and you'll pay biologically. Also integrity, integrity for yourself, integrity for your life is really important, sort of similar to honor, but having self-integrity, sticking to your own word, whether it's the words you give other people and sticking to it or the words you give yourself, having that integrity. Like again, if you're coaching people or creating a program, educating people, uh, you need to be walking the walk. We're reaching a level of consciousness now where you can't just speak it anymore. People feel it, right? And one of the biggest things that I realized when I started talking to my community members is they could tell I was doing the work. They could tell from the compassion in my voice or the lessons I was learning or they saw me every week on the collaborative calls and like, man, you've, you're doing it. You know, you're, you're doing it. And they could feel that. And I think that's more... Uh, that helps build an audience and, and level of like, no trust and anything else. Who here, show of hands, understands that life sometimes teaches you some endurance. Yeah, that's the next one. Endurance, whether it's through financial challenge, illness, relationships, whatever it may be, business especially, endurance is a big one. We need to learn some endurance. And that's probably why so many stories, tales, folklore from all ancient traditions generally at some level resonate with this truth as well. We're always challenged with a level of endurance. We're always challenged to develop that skill of endurance. Next one, commitment. So commitment to your own work, commitment to yourself, commitment to what you, what you have going on. Very big skill, very big way in which you like I said before, integrity and honor, commitment is huge. Next one is compassion. This is compassion, mercy, right? Empathy, seeing other people as yourself. We are deeply here to develop this skill of compassion, embody the skill of compassion, live that compassion. Once again, if you were to breathe right now, imagine a community member, client, family member, and you just breathe and send them deep love and compassion for everything they're going through, all their struggles, how you're feeling connected with them, 
Ask yourself the question, does that feel empowering or disempowering? Do you think it calls back your energy? Or do you think it's repelling energy? Once again, it'll, it'll feel more energizing. It'll feel like a deep level of truth. And same with the last skill here is harmony. Living your life in harmony. Where it's not out of balance and you're off doing one thing and forgetting about another or whatever. You're in complete harmony with what's in your expansion, what you value, what you prioritize. These are the skills and these are the deep lessons that I find every challenge along the business journey is helping you embody. Now, what happens when you learn the lesson, you heal what needs to be seen through the lesson, and then you embody the truth and you, you make your decisions and actions based on the deeper truth, embodying the skill and, and learning the lesson. What happens? Life says, cool, you got it. And like my client that I just got off the, the Zoom call with, life will respond in a way that matches the vibration of that inner healing or that new vibration of embodying that deeper lesson. Once again, not because you're addicted or attached to the outcome, but because you've, as a byproduct, started to vibrate at a level that's more of who and what you really are. Therefore, attracting more things that are nonlinear. So I want you to imagine, this is a good exercise, I want you to imagine welcoming in a level of money that your mind is currently uncomfortable with having. So like if it's if someone just gives you 50 grand or, or a million dollars, who knows? But a level of money where your mind's like, holy shit. And I want you to imagine welcoming that in, feeling so good, goddamn excited and grateful for it while simultaneously not being attached to it, where you can welcome it in, think it's so beautiful and accept it and use it in a way that's in your expansion, or you can give it away and lose it and still feel just as safe, just as divine, just as enough. It's a good little thought experiment to see some patterns within yourself that might need to be seen and healed. So I'll stop sharing my screen here. I find with learning this, it'll help you have a different relationship with the challenges in life, the challenges in business, therefore developing a different energy that you provide for your business. Does anyone have any questions coming up? Anything they want to share? Anything you want to add? Anything coming up for you guys? Anita. Yes something came up for me just at the end of what you were saying on that last slide i can't remember all the words but i i'm waiting for a decision um from someone from like the city um and regarding my house and before you were talking and throughout the day i've been trying to release you know the attachments, I guess you call them, or expectations. And it was, it was hard. It was still hard to do it. But just when you were saying those last few words, all of a sudden, I could see the person come to mind. I mean, this is kind of a culmination of this whole call, things going through, uh, just sending love to that 
the people who are trying to make decisions. And just after you finished the last part, I could just see myself saying thank you to him, even if he gave me the bad news or so-called bad news. It was like, I, I was saying, I could see myself saying thank you. Thank you, either, either way, just really a sincere thank you. And because all of a sudden it's just like, I knew I'm gonna be okay either way. And there's good things coming. And, oh my gosh, you know, like that amount that I just didn't imagine myself at. It's just like, I don't know, I just, but it was weird. It was like, I really saw just me saying, thank you. Mm -hmm. and them being a bit surprised, but, How did or, that feel? or pleased either way for whatever one. How did that feel when you, when you just said, thank you? What, what, what did you feel in your body? Um, I felt, oh gosh, it's hard to describe. Maybe like peace, like settle, kind of like a column, just solid, like, but yet soft. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, it, yeah, it felt peaceful. Awesome. It's a sign. It's just like, you got to ask yourself, what gives you more peace? What gives you, what, what brings you back to more of whom what you are? Cause what this really does as you embody these truths, live these lessons, you're basically calling back your energy and your spirit from missions that it's shouldn't have been sent on is the way Carolyn describes it. Another way of describing that is our attachments in life are calling us to say there's a part of us there that needs to be reclaimed. And as we do, we reclaim that skill, we reclaim that power so that we can bring it back to this present moment to be used in our creativity or in our service, in our healing, whatever, whatever our um, system needs. So you're just calling back in the fifth chakra, the throat chakra, um, as part of that surrender your personal will to divine will that lesson um, is also a big piece is judgment. So noticing where you place judgments. Where do you place judgments on what's good, right, wrong, good, bad. So Anita, as you notice yourself having judgments about quote unquote good news and bad news, and you just send love what you're really doing is embodying more of a energy of non-judgment that says, I don't know what's right for me. How do I know? How do I know that this thing my mind doesn't want to have happen is not going to lead to something that I totally need, something that an energy that I need to shift within myself that's all of a sudden going to lead to deeper levels of peace, right? Yeah. So you're releasing judgment. You're releasing what your mind says is good, bad, right, wrong. And all of a sudden you're going to start to have more peace. Make sense? Awesome. Marilyn, you have your hand up. You'll need to unmute yourself again. One second. Hi, thank you. Uh, I've had a personal uh, struggle within myself for the work that I do um, because um, in my younger years, I had a lot of uh, immaturity and I did have judgment uh, about choices that people were making about what they 
you know, what goes on the end of their forks. And, and it was because my heart was so filled with uh, uh, wanting people to uh, bypass suffering and to, um, and to heal themselves as well as the animals on this planet. And because of that, I really feel that although I've had um, in part a successful career, that I could have really blossomed if I didn't have that. I don't feel like I have it today. Mm -hmm. um, people's choices are whatever they are. And um, I mean, I myself did not become vegetarian till I was 37 years old. So if there's anyone that, you know, I, I could look at and say that um, I understand we're, we're all at this, the place that we're supposed to be at our stage in evolution. Mm -hmm. But I, I still feel like I need support in how I get my message across, even though I have no judgment, because I feel like, um, I don't know, I think sometimes people have their own judgment. Mm -hmm. and, and, but I don't wanna be a source of it. And, and I feel like I need some personal coaching with that. I think with, I think what you're saying is super important because we have these patterns for a reason, depending on what stage we're at, depending on what evolution we're at, depending on what level of consciousness we're at, these patterns do serve us. It does serve us when we're young, when we're learning certain things to have judgments on what's right and wrong. That serves us. It helps us go from a victim, maybe into, you know, past a victim into an achiever. Sometimes mm -hmm. it allows us to make that evolutionary step. Um, so it would have served you immensely f while you were learning this uh, to have judgments about what people are eating. That probably gave you the certain drive uh, to help people for so long. And therefore, that becomes an overdeveloped pattern where all of a sudden now you're judging what everyone's eating. Therefore, you realize, oh, that's a judgment of myself. Right. And then we do that in a healing saying, oh, where, you know, there's a side of me I need to see. There's an energy within me I need to see and heal. And therefore you get to this place of non-judgment where you can still help and still do the work and still feel called to make a difference, but it's from a different energy. It's from a now an energy of acceptance and surrender and love of everyone mm -hmm. and not from an energy of judgment of they mm -hmm. need to change and they need to create this difference and everything like that. Um, so that's beautiful. Uh, reach out to me after this, send me a personal message on Facebook. Um, so I'm happy to talk more business and stuff like that as well, uh, because we will need to finish up here in a couple of minutes. Um, but is there any other questions that you had? Cause what you're sharing here is really important. Well, the, the question is, um, the real, uh, um, emphasis of my work is spiritual, uh, because of the karma, uh, involved and, and, um, to and, and to prevent suffering mm -hmm. but my my um i guess my concern is 
that I, I really have, I feel like I have one foot in the world and one foot in, in higher worlds. But my concern is that I will go to higher worlds with my work because that's where my heart is. And I don't know how to quite keep that balance mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, it is. But I, that's personal. And, and perhaps I can get some uh, help from you. So yeah, no I'll contact you on Facebook. Totally. Happy for it. More than, more than happy to help. Um, beautiful. Yeah, shoot me a message now and we'll, we'll jump on a chat. Does anyone else have any other things they want to ask? Any things they want to add before we wrap up here? Because there's some cool takeaways. Um, hopefully you guys are all okay. Um, if uh, if I put this as a podcast episode, because it's going to be super helpful for everyone. Um, if you want me to do some editing and if you want me to cut you out or whatever, that's cool too. Um, I can do that. But if if you're okay with the uh, go ahead for this to be on the podcast, and I think it'll help a lot of people. Um, but is there any other questions? Anything that you guys are thinking about, wanting to add, wanting to ask, what's coming up? All I can say, Tyson, is that we overthink so much that we create so much harm to ourselves in the process and confuse ourselves so much with not asking the right questions instead of why, who, or what's the lesson. And I think if you ask yourself, what's the lesson for me? What's the moment for me? How am I supposed to react to this? Not every question has an answer and not every topic has a response. And so when we can get beyond our, our overthinking, we get clarity. We get, we get the ability to see beyond. And Marilyn has a good point. There's a lot of people who do our light workers, our galactic warriors, our people that work in both realms. And it's about grounding yourself. And the root chakra is your grounding. It's, it's getting in touch because that's how you get beyond all your traumas, your pains, your your limited beliefs are all in your root chakra. So it's very, very important. Get some hematite. Wear hematite. It's a crystal. They're, they sell bracelets for a dollar at the gas station. Wear it all the time because that's a, it's a grounding stone to help you stay grounded in yourself. And sometimes that helps out easier than, you know, trying to do different things. There are essential oils. There's other avenues that people can go to help ground themselves and work through their chakras. Mm -hmm. And it's Thank very, you. very important to have that. And I love the fact that you kept using harmonizing. And the reason being is everybody else says balancing and is balancing is a leveraging system. So you have to give up something to get something or you have to maintain something to keep something. And that's not how the universe works. It's harmonizing and it's harmonizing every ounce of you. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to, to say that. And since you were speaking my heart language of, is about the chakras, um, it's, it's amazing to see other people have the same understanding that you do. And I knew we, you and I had a connection, but I didn't know it was about the chakras too. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And a big shout out to Christina, Christina Lopes, who's my mentor and, um, who's helped me a lot in, turn, in terms of embodying and grounding, like what you're saying, Chris, um, there's plenty of things you can do. One of the things that I found effective is, um, obviously nature is a big one. And I do actually a lot of jumping. So a lot of shaking in my body helps me get really, really grounded. 
and um, if I can do that out in nature or out in the backyard with my feet on the on the grass and doing some earthing, um, just gets you instantly grounded. So there are many, many ways. So um, yeah, shout out to everyone who's guided me in that way as well. Um, but yeah, Chris, I'm happy to on f future calls, brainstorm mastermind around these sort of energy topics because you've got a wealth of wisdom. So um, yeah, I'm happy to collaborate in that way and consistently add value with the way people need to use these systems. So very well done. Um, thank you. I've just been, I've already packed for Maui. I leave next Thursday. So I'm already packed. That's how excited nice. I am about going there and harmonizing and healing Maui. And so I'm so excited because it is the vortex that supports the root chakra that keeps it strong energetic wise. So I'm so, so excited. So I, you spoke my language. I was sitting here in awe, mm. just sitting here in awe while you were talking about all the chakras and the energies and the different perspectives of it. The other thing that you offer that you don't give yourself credit for is holding space for people. You do that very, very well. And most people don't understand what it means to hold space for somebody, but that could be another topic of another podcast or something we could do or something. Definitely. Yeah, it came up a lot last week on the collaborative call. So happy to talk about it and discuss it and uh, see what comes up for people because it is a skill we need to have for ourselves and other people, especially in the world we're living in right now. Um, I'll jot that down as a note for as a as a topic for future future calls. <laughs> but thanks guys for being here. You, you've you've been awesome. You uh, have lasted the distance. So thanks for being here. I'll see you whenever other call I see you on next. But if you want to unmute and say goodbye, feel free to do so. Have a good night, everybody. Stay safe. Many Thanks, blessings. Guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.